holy name. We magnify you. We exalt your holy name for a beautiful day, a time like this. Thank you, Father, that we have gathered, we have come to hear you, to listen. Yes, to be instructed by you, to be, yes, guided by you. We have come to be administrated, oh God, by you, Holy Spirit. We submit this morning to your government. We submit to your leadership. We submit to your authority. We submit to what your spirit, yes, is demanding and requiring of us, requiring of the ecclesia in this brand new day. Thank you, Spirit of God. We have pulled down the old and we allow you to build a new in us, yes, that through our life, oh God, you will do violently through our life you will go forth lord yes lord yes you will advance your your will your counsel your desire will have inroad yes father will have a rich oh god in the life of people we thank you once again we proclaim and we declare let god be true let every man let every situation be a liar your word will never fail your word will not pass away yes your word will accomplish the things that you have ordained and proposed therefore we see this morning yes the manifestations of your counsel your word is the spirit of prophecy and we aligned to that which you have decreed and spoken we see them beginning to come to pass in the name of Jesus therefore we call those things that be not as though they were by faith we stand this morning and we begin to build your intention across the land we build your counsel we build oh God your purposes we see them manifest oh God like a seed this word are falling on good ground and they're germinating and bringing forth fruit unto 30 60 and 100 fold this morning we proclaim in the ground we declare that the name of the Lord yes shall be mighty upon the land the name of the Lord shall be upon our lips and shall be upon the lips of our children and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren we thank you father for the seed of a new generation we thank you God for a transgenerational thing that you're doing in this brand new day father we break through into the reality of your speaking so God for this brand new day as you bring us to a new dimension of your influence and your position in the air father we align and we stand in agreement and we say let it be even as it has been spoken let it be even as it, as it has been declared lord as jesus walking that which was spoken on his behalf our father this day we declare that we align to that which has been declared that which has been prophesied in the name of jesus we step into the spirit of that which has been prophesied we step into the manifestation into the river of that which you have ordained before time began and we begin to see yes manifestations in the name of jesus we call those things that be not as though they were we see your light we see your glory we see the knowledge of your glory is covering the earth as the water covers the sea we bless your holy name eyes have not seen these things ears have not heard it the heart of man has not conceived the things that you have begun to do you are doing a new thing it's springing forth we are knowing it oh god we thank you we thank you our darkness are turning to lighter we thank you our hopelessness are turning to hope yes father our lack of faith right now are receiving new life and we are becoming people of faith we are rising thank you father for new vision new understanding revelation is our guide we bless you we honor you this morning we praise your name oh god nothing will stop what you have begun to do for you who have begun a good work in us in us we recognize that which you have begun in us we say, Lord, you will perfect that work even unto the day of your telios. We thank you. We honor you. We give you praise. 
We bless your holy name this morning. Thank you, Father, for expanding our coast. The coast, yes, is, is the reality of that which, yes, you want us to influence in the earth. Yes, you say, wherever the river, wherever the river flowed to, there was healing. So we thank you this morning for healing, healing of the nations, healing of the land. We bless your name. We glorify your holy name for deliverance. We thank you, God, for breakthrough. Breakthrough is what we are seeking for in this in this day, oh God. We are seeking for the ability to break barriers, to break limitation in our minds, in our thoughts, oh God, in our faculties, oh God, in our homes, oh God, in our workplace, in our business. Lord, we are proclaiming and declaring that, yes, Father, we want to step in. We want to break into a new dimension, into a new order, into a new position. Yes, Lord, of influence, of revelation. We want to break through into a new dimension, into a new reality. Yes, so Father, of relevancy, we proclaim the old is past. The old has been made obsolete and we appreciate it, oh God. We thank you, Father, as the old dies. We await, oh God, yes, to be clothed with the new. We await grace, oh God. We await, oh God, the resource of heaven called grace to take us to the new. We prepare ourselves, oh God. We prepare our journey. We prepare before you, God, to walk into the new. We declare, Lord, we cast every imagination, every high thing, yes, that want to keep us back and limit us, oh God, to the old, the old that was defined six months ago. We declare you have become obsolete. The old that was declared five months ago, the old that was declared, yes, 2019, we declare it's over, yes. Yes, Father, like a new Father, we step into the reality of that which your spirit have birthed, oh God. We step, oh God, we step into that which you're proclaiming and declaring. It's a new day. Therefore, a new day requires, yes, a new garment, a new system of operation in the name of Jesus, a new proclamation, a new sense of understanding. As leaders, oh God, we enter a new position of men, a new position of manhood, men of the future, women, oh God, yes, oh God, with grace, capacity to go forth, Lord, to represent uh, your intentions at the gate uh. father we thank you lord we receive in the name of jesus uh, the ability the grace the capacity the tenacity to step into the new when david left yes saw and he, as as he approaches as he approaches goliath uh, saul said who is that man something happened uh. even saul when he left when he left samuel as he went her uh, your word declares your spirit fell upon him he became another man and he began to prophesy to the sons of the prophet say, I saw become one of the sons of the prophet. Lord, something happens when we come, when we come to you, when we leave your presence, when we when we have received something of you, when we go forth out there, we become another man. We thank you. You said the spirit of the Lord shall come upon you and you shall yes, prophesy. We thank you that this is the day of the outpouring of your spirit. This is the day of the release of your, of your values. We are coming into a new measure, into a new dimension, into a new standard into a new position of operation and we are becoming another man thank you what says if any man shall be in Christ is a present continuous revelation if any man shall be in Christ he shall be a new creation he said behold all things have passed away all things become new father we step into the newness of the day we step into the newness of identity we step into the newness of position of power we step in the, into the newness yes of administration government we thank you we step 
into the newness of competency in the name of Jesus we step into the newness of, of tenacity in the name of Jesus we pressing on we are breaking barriers and breaking limitations we're pulling down walls and we're going forth as one yes oh God that you have sent forth yes to break forth into yes the, 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 the womb of the morning you said the path of the righteous yes Lord is like the beginning yes of the dawning of the light father we declare this day we are going forth according to your prophetic purpose oh God over our lives we are going forward we are not going backwards we are proceeding we are moving out we have come out of the ark and we are advancing in the name of Jesus and we are challenging every wrong order every wrong value in the name of Jesus every spirit of Nimrod we're bringing them down as you brought down the tower we're bringing them down we're bringing them we're bringing them down the pride of man we're bringing them down we're making the lofty places uh, yes led a place of plain uh, in the name of Jesus for the Lord alone shall be exalted in that day we proclaim this is the day of the Lord uh, you alone shall be exalted in our life uh, you alone shall be exalted through our life uh, we will go for Lord uh, as the breaking of the new day we are pressing uh, yes father we are pressing uh, as we walk into your light oh God as we walk with the lamp uh, we step into the newness of your realities oh God we thank you this morning breakthrough 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 everywhere we go thank you spirit of God breakthrough as you interrupt man you give us breakthrough we thank you this morning that we will not give ourselves slipper and we will give ourselves no rest until Zion becomes a praise in the earth we bless your name this is the third day since you began to engage me on the spirit of breakthrough, interruption, breakthrough, divine breakthrough. Father, I thank you that everyone connected to this frequency this morning. Lord, we step into that arena again. We take the challenge and we say that which is before us that looks like resistance become that which we define to be a breakthrough. A breakthrough means there's a resistance, but we're going through. You say break through it. As the man of David broke through the camp of the Philistine to fetch him water to drink and he poured it onto you as a libation. Father, this day we declare every, every limitation in our mind breakthrough every fear in our life we break through them in the name of Jesus every sense of inf insecurity inf inferiority complex we break through you in the name of Jesus everything that man says is impossible we break through them for with you nothing shall be impossible we break through we break through wrong identity we break through our limitations and fear and doubt we break through in the name of jesus yes our past what what limited us in the past and say we have no grace and capacity we have no ability we break through them we rise up oh god in the name of jesus in the name of jesus we rise up oh god as david said go fetch the boy go fetch him and bring him go fetch him and bring him in the name of Jesus, Mephibosheth, we rise up this morning. You're brought before the table. You're brought to sit at the king's table. We break through in the name of Jesus. Yes, Father. Jesus, as you broke through the mind of the woman, yes, at the well, the Samaritan woman, we break through this morning in the name of Jesus. As that woman, oh God, broke through the crowd in the name of Jesus and reach for your garment and reach for the hem of your garment, Father, and receive a miracle. We break through in the name of Jesus. As the water broke through, 
broke through <laughs> at the coming of the people of God at the coming of the nation of God as Moses stretched forth the rod of God upon yes the water and broke through into two father we break through in the name of Jesus we advance to the place called the promise in the name of Jesus we enter into the reality of your divine program and intentions for our life we shall not be limited we speak for these words of life we speak for this word of light. Let it illuminate every darkness. Let every darkness be illuminated this morning. Via the light of God. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He is the light of the world. There is no darkness that can stop his light. There is no darkness that can hinder, that can frustrate, that can stop the light of Christ. Oh, Namana Masiki Yanda. We're breakthrough. We are able. We look at that valley and we prophesy according to your word. You said you will command breath into these dry bones. It's a day of breakthrough. It's a day where we're rising up according to heaven's program for our life. We are fulfilling the divine order and the divine program of God for our life. We rise up this morning and we declare that we are break, breaking through. We prophesy. To break through is to prophesy, is to proclaim and to declare the counsel of God. He said, prophesy upon the dry bone. Stop looking at what you see and concluding by your own limited, limited vision. Thank you, Spirit of God. Mmm. 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 Do not allow the pain of yesterday to stop you from prophesying again. Do not allow the limitation of yesterday to stop you from prophesying again. He said you shall yet prophesy again. It's not over. Oh, come on. Come on, breakthrough. That's a spirit. Breakthrough. 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 Break barriers. Break limitation. Oh, halalabaye kalababa. Salalabayenda. Do not allow the rejection of yesterday to stop you from stepping into the position where you are commanded and demanded to prophesy. There is power in your words. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. <clears throat> listen to this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. But listen to this. In your mouth, there is always a war between the tongue and your teeth sometimes <laughs> the teeth bites the tongue until the tongue starts to bleed and if you get yourself to be limited by the pain and the bleeding you may not want to prophesy you may not want to say anything again you see this is a prophetic analogy the lord just showed me 
But if you allow, because, you see, you can't separate the tongue and, and, and the teeth. No, they are, they, they are meant to be there, but there is always war even among them. They fight themselves. While I'm speaking, <laughs> you know, I just beat my, I just beat my tongue. And the Lord said, I just gave you an analogy. <laughs> I just gave you an analogy of what is going on. You've got to develop a perspective of how to handle heat, of how to handle pressure. You see, when the enemy comes with a pressure and say to you, you are not going to make it because I'm in this position. You will say, well, you may be in this position, but the Lord has placed me here. And we will see who will carry the day, who will have the day. As I'm speaking right now, my mouth is bleeding. But you've got to understand. You've got to understand. You've got to see what the Spirit of God is saying. You don't allow the pain, the bleeding. You don't allow how you feel to define, to make you decide who carries the day. You rise up again. That is the spirit of leaders that are, that are, that are emerging in this new day. No matter the numbers of arrows you shoot at them. No matter the numbers of sword <laughs> you rise against them. Because they have received a matching order. You see, David understood. <laughs> he, had, he had an experience. You know, when he said, I fought bears and lions, nobody believed him. But he knew. He knew that experience of killing lions and bears gave him <laughs> the audacity to face this giant of a beast. You see, you've got to understand that the things that heaven has done in your past. You see, sometimes you need to look back and see the, those things God has done in your past. Those things that looks like they were going to kill you, but God brought you out of it. And you were able to give thanks and praise to God. Those things are the things you need to remember, you need to remember right now. Because they are the things that will define the trophies that will lead you forth in taking this beast of a giant. You've got to understand the same God who did that little thing you thought. Who did that big thing you thought was going to kill you. Is the same God right now. That is coming to you, but he's speaking from to you from a different pedestal because the enemy that you're dealing with is different. You've got to understand. You've got to understand. So you've got to come to a place you've never been before in him. And this is what the Lord is doing. And in the day that you want to begin to step into this day, you may have a you may have a king that says, Let me dress you. You have to go in my own might, you have to go in my own strength. You've got to learn to say sorry now. There is a God that I know. He has his way. He has his protocol. He has his dimension of doing things. You've got to undress yourself from every mindset of Saul. Saul may be the king. Saul may be there. You may be sharing the same space with Saul. But you may have to tell Saul, sorry sir. No, it's not going to be like that. I have to go in the might of the Lord. I have to go via the revelation that was given to me. I've been given a word. Did you notice, listen to this friends, did you notice that the word of the Lord did not come to David to go to the brook until he had, re he had rejected, hallelujah, the plans and the, and, the, and the method of King Saul. Did you notice that? That it was after he had rejected the order of Saul that he was advancing that the word of the Lord said, now go to the brook. You see, you have to make up your mind. Never you think God will meet you at the place of, of your own good pleasure. Huh? No, God will not meet you at your convenience. You have to decide, choose this day. Which pattern, how do you want to live?
It was after he had left that the Spirit of the Lord said, now go to the brook. Go fetch for yourself five smooth stones. Are you getting the point? There is something the Spirit of God is saying to us. You see, we're still tracking so many things. But there was an interruption. <clears throat> we've been laying blocks. We've been laying foundations. We've been laying structures on how to develop ourselves. But suddenly the Spirit of God came and said, Now, I'm going to start breathing life into this thing that you're constructing. Alright? If, you, if, if, if you're listening to me and you don't understand what I'm talking about, then you need to go back and listen to many of the teachings that we've been doing for the past four months. So you can see is a build-up. It's a build-up. Build you see, what is happening right now is a build-up. It's a build-up. It's a build-up. Three days ago, the Lord began to speak about breakthrough. In fact, he broke through. He just broke through. He said, I'm going to interrupt you and I'm going to begin to infuse life. You see, you see, I'm going to infuse life in this thing that you're constructing. See, wisdom builds a house. But after wisdom has built, finished building, amen, the spirit of God and breathe life upon that house and that life becomes a mobile movement. Everything that God builds has life, has the ability to speak. Everything that God constructs has the ability to walk. If God constructs your business, your business is mobile. It's not limited. <laughs> if, God, if God has built that school, that school will move. That school will shift into that new order. I'm speaking to, I'm, I'm speaking to uh, uh, Bishop Well right now about the spirit. If God has built that school for you, you've got to begin to breathe life upon that thing. That thing will begin to come back to life again. That thing will begin to receive life. Are you listening, Bishop? If you're watching this morning, if you're listening to me, you speak this by the spirit. If God has, is the one that has built that school, if, if he's the one, hallelujah, that has built that school, and you think that thing is dying right now, no, God says, I'm taking it to a new dimension. I'm taking it to a new position. It may be the same location, but from a different identity. So you've got to begin to understand what the spirit of God is doing right now. But there is a building up there's a building up there's a building up if god is the one who built it he has the ability to make it move again make it shift again and breathing life upon my church again suddenly there will be a rumbling it was a valley of dryness bones that are dead dead things don't move but God said, I'm bringing life into this thing. I'm bringing life into your home, into your marriage. I'm bringing life into your sons and daughters. I'm bringing life. Yes, said the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of counsel is to give you, yes, clarity in how to make decisions that move things. The spirit of wisdom is to be able to, yes, decide, make things happen that will allow things to begin to, yes, move. The things of God have the ability, capacity by design, by default, they can move. If it's not moving, then it's dying. Then it's dead. So we need life. The reason why the church has been stagnant and static is because the life of God is no longer in her. So we receive life this morning. We receive life upon that business. Yes. Everything that is not of God, let it begin to move out and let that which is of God begin to move it. Yes, to the next dimension. It will flourish. It will flourish. It will prosper. It will prosper. To prosper means it will engage. And as he engages, <laughs> it will define and determine, amen, yes, the right state and the right order. It's called business. You see, you've got to understand what the Spirit of God is doing right now. 
If it's for the Lord, if it's been dedicated to the Lord, then the Spirit of God is coming upon it right now. Things that we have done in the past needs to be rededicated again to God because we have entered into a new season. You have to rededicate, you have to rebaptize yourself, your children, your home, your marriage, your family, your business into the spirit of the new so you can break through. Or else they're going to ask you, lift up your heads, all your gates. They're asking for your pass. If you don't know the code, you're not going to access the dimension of this new day. Because you can't go and be saying, lift up your heads, all your gates. Everlasting door be lifted up. They're the king of glory. They will ask you, who is the king of glory? Do you know him in this present unveiling reality? Do you know him in his present unveiling reality? Do you know him? I know you know him as he revealed himself to you yesterday and that was good but the day this new day demands that you see him in the light of who he is today so you can begin to advance businesses are collapsing because they don't they've not give, they've not been given the pass churches will collapse some pastors will just give up and close up church they will close up shop <laughs> things while others are closing, some are opening up. Some are, some are entering into a dimension of wealth they've never received before. In this new day. While men are screaming and crying and saying, we don't know what's going on. Others, you know, are smiling to the banks. Because they are tapping into something. Listen to this. Listen to this. It's not just God giving people access into the new day. The devil is also giving his own access into the new day. So you better understand what I'm talking about. Yes. You better understand the devil is giving people, people who are ready to commit themselves to do anything for him. Yes, they are going to resubmit themselves. They are going to, 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 to renew the covenants. You've got, you've got to understand this. That's how it works. If you're going to have access to new, to, to new things, to new dimensions, to new, you know, whatever it is that uh, then you, you have to rededicate, you have to come. Something the Spirit of God is opening my eyes to see this morning. There is a new order that we have to engage in order to access the heart of God. The priesthood has changed and we have to come there. The present priesthood of the Melchizedek order. A king, a king, a king priestly order. A king priestly order is a king, is a priest. Is a king, is a priest, is a prince. Jesus. An order that is of the earth but is not connected to the earth. It's of the earth but you cannot trace. You cannot trace him. You cannot limit him. You cannot pin him down. Father, we bring everything that we represent to this new order of a priesthood called the Melchizedek order. He's the prince of Salem. Salem was the name that Jerusalem was called before. Before it was given Jerusalem, it was first called Salem. Some people say there's even a city called Salem. But we understand Salem is a place called peace. A place of peace. Yeah. The order of Melchizedek. Though it speaks of that which we can see, that which we can touch, that which can, yet is not of the earth, but is of the earth. 
It's Jesus Christ living a dimension of life, amen, to reflect the very intentions of God in true perfection. Yet his life is not of the earth. He said, I'm not of the earth. So when they wanted to crown him king, he said, sorry, I'm already a king. I'm not of the king of the earth. You can't crown me. You can't crown me. I'm already a crowned king. You see, only those who have sight of him, who, who have seen him as king, will come and worship him. He said, what are you talking about? Before he even began his ministry, Bible says, mangers, wise men from the east, they saw his star. They could, they could see, they could recognize they knew something has happened today. A king has been born. This is not just an ordinary king. The Bible said they took their journey. They took their journey. Three months going to search for a, a, a child who cannot speak. He is the king of kings and the lord of lords. Can you see? If your eyes has not been touched to see this new reality, listen to this. You'll be captured by the events and circumstances that is buffeting men in the earth. Out of all the mess, a king is rising up. Out of the mess, a king is born today in Bethlehem. Can you see these things? What you see is what you're going to proclaim. If you cannot see this thing, you'll be limited. You'll be captured. They will be caged. You can't cage the things of God. They thought they could, they could limit them. They thought they could cage them. You can't, they can't cage your, your work. They can't cage your ministry. No. If they put you in prison, it's because God wants to speak to you there. It's because God has a plan in there. It's when he was ready, <laughs> he sent his angels. <laughs> Peter thought he was still sleeping. <clears throat> the angels said, get up. The chain fell off. <laughs> the door opened up by his own accord. In the day of breakthrough, the chains will be falling off. Falling off. The chains are falling off in the name of Jesus. And the gates are open on their own accord. You are moving out into the next dimension. We're not afraid. He said, go and stand. Go and stand before the people and begin to speak to them about this way of life. A new way has come upon the earth. A new day has come upon the earth. A new day has dawned upon the sons of men. Don't rejoice, O enemy, when I fall, for yet I shall rise again. This is the day of the rising up. Though the righteous may fall seven times, but there is a rising up. Arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Take your place this day upon the sons of men. Take your place among the stars. Take your place among the stars. Shine in the midst of darkness. Prophesy. Prophesy. You are permitted to prophesy. Come on, open your mouth. Say something. <laughs> Come on. Can you see? The vision of the Lord, let it begin to infuse you so your sight can begin to align to what he's doing in the earth in this brand new day. Let, let life once again be infused into your spirit. I breathe life into you. Come back to life and begin to see. Begin to proclaim and declare. 
There are things you need to take possession of right now. And the keys of the kingdom are being given to you. They are called the keys of David. The keys of the kingdom are the keys of David. The keys of, of David, amen, is a condition of a heart that chases after God. That pursues God. It's in the place where our heart is captured, captured, captured in his presence, through his presence, that the things of God are revealed to us. David is the portal to expressing the things that we have seen in the Father. I found a man whose heart is after me. When you gain access into his heart and you are well seated, you feel at home there, they begin to show you things. They begin to show you the mansions of God. The mansions of God are the dimension of his height, his, his depth, his width, his length, his breadth. Till eternity you will never be able to <laughs> discover everything. They will show you until you say, I've had enough. The mansions of God is not some structure. The structure is a dimension of his operation. What house can you build for him? Where's his dwelling place? He says, is this not the man that I have chosen to live with? A man who trembles at my word. Speak to us, Father. A new attitude must be acquired to attain a new altitude in the spirit. A new attitude must be, must be embraced to attain a new altitude in the spirit. I was in the spirit in the Lord's day. You cannot be in the spirit if you have not entered the day of the Lord. Are you getting this? Sound the alarm to them. Let them know that the order has changed. The pattern has changed. They have changed. They have changed the address. Have you noticed these days? People are changing the address of their workplace. Is it that they can no longer afford the place? Or they know that <laughs> where we were, <laughs> you know, <laughs> six months ago in this business, it's not going to, if we're going to remain in this place, we're going to die. We need to change address. We need to move. We need to relocate. There's a relocation in the spirit. Not to go back, but to go forward. To enter, to step into where God is. Where is the word of the Lord in this brand new day? For where the word of God is, that is where the power of his authority and his dominion is manifest. They say where the word of the king is, there is power there. Where you find the speaking, the expression, the reality, the revelation, the present Speakings of God, that's where you find his power. In the day of his power. Meaning, in the day where you locate his revelation, his people will be willing. You're not willing until you have located the present word of God. The present Dabar. There's a realm beyond just having the Logos. There's a realm beyond just having the Rema. There is the third dimension called the Dabar of God. When you pick the heart of God, you pick the mind of God, and you give it a voice and expression in the earth, God will turn up. It will show up. 
Lord, I want to speak your word. This is the day of breakthrough. And I prophesy breakthrough into your life right now. I proclaim a quantum leap in the name of Jesus. Begin to advance. Nano speed upon your life. Begin to step into. Begin to take that step wherever you are. Take that step by faith to the next dimension. Take a move. Take a bold move in the name of Jesus. Let faith rise in you. This is not just some words to, to, to stimulate you and to, you know, to, no, 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 no. We don't do that. You know, we've been building. We've been building for a while. We've been building. We've been, we've been building precept upon precept, line upon line, a little here, a little there. But this is, this is the time where the Lord said, I want to seal these things so that you can step into the next dimension of what you're constructing. But every, every level of your building must be, must be approved by the life of God, by the breath of God. The breath of God, hallelujah, has given me life. After the construction, they breathe upon that thing. They didn't breathe before the construction. Let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. And when that construction was done and God breathed life into it. Don't build without the life of God. One of the problems I've seen in the apostolic is that they like to talk doctrine and they like to talk, you know, building, building structure. And I do that. <laughs> if there's anybody that talk about building, I build. But you see, the difference is they do not have the prophetic spirit to bring life to that thing they're building. So it's all, it's all knowledge, it's all theology, it's all, it's all doctrine without life. It's all noise. You gotta bring the life of God into that thing so that that thing can move. That thing can can have a movement. You see, when something moves, that thing has a will, has a mind. You can't stop it. That thing can defend itself. You can't kill it. If the church is alive, nobody can kill it. You, you don't need to cajole people to keep them there. No, if that thing is alive. <laughs> the Bible said the people, the crowd followed Jesus where everywhere he goes. He, they followed him. <laughs> you see, they will follow <laughs> because there's life there. There's life there. The one who were coming for fish and bread, after a while he said, sorry, I don't have fish and bread to give to you again. So if you want to follow, you have to follow because you want life. <laughs> he said, why are you seeking? Don't seek for the water that you have to come back and fetch again. There's a scripture that I've been tracking. Maybe while we're talking about this, I should quickly look at that scripture. Thank you, Jesus. So many scriptures I'm tracking. But let me just quickly look at the scripture quickly while I'm on this. Thank you, Father. Mm. It's in Isaiah 55. See, everything speaks into each other. And we've got to follow as the Spirit of God leads us. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bala baba shiki yamba. Isaiah, Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 55. I've been looking at the scripture for a, for a few days now. And the Lord has been speaking to me. You see, the word of God, it carries the power and the life that makes things happen in our life. In Isaiah 50, 55, let me quickly read from the NIV translation. Verse 1, it says, it says, come all who are thirsty. That's the key. We're, we're looking at something that will allow us to step into 
this new season. There's a crossing, you know. You know, at the end of the year, we do what is called crossover. Uh, this is a crossover. <laughs> this is a crossover. This is a crossover. September is coming to us early. <laughs> Have you, uh, did you notice that September, or uh, the month of September, is actually the month of the new beginning? The month of September is our end of year. <laughs> the Lord gave me that word years ago until I discovered that September is actually the beginning of the new year in the Jewish calendar, even though I don't do all of that. But <laughs> this is just something that I try. That is why in the month of September, you discover that, all right, you are hard pressed. There's a challenge. There's there's something that happens in the earth. All right. Of course, it's also the, the, the you know the the month where you know many of these companies right they bring in new products. That's the time you know in all of these you know technological problem and companies they bring out their new idea, their new product. You're gonna be watching. Just watch the space. Watch what's gonna be happening this September. Just watch. You you say oh but he said it. Yes, I've been tracking this for years. September is not just another calendar month. We're not dealing with just a calendar month. We're dealing with that period in season, all right, that shifts things in the spirit. I'm just here, you know, September is coming, all right, <laughs> early this year. So you, you, you got to understand yourself, all right. If there's any time you need to get yourself aligning to, you know, to the will of God, to the counsels of God, if there's a better time, amen, to sow into the things of God, into the really so. It's the month of September. I'm just telling you this. These are things, you, you know, certain things. Their experience, yes, that's the ministry of elders and fathers in the house. You know certain things. You have certain understanding. The voice of God was coming. The young child was running to a man that heaven has rejected. But the man still carried the experience. Eli still carried the experience. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's why we're not just talking apostolic prophetic. We're talking the position of walking as an elder in the earth. We are the gates. We become gates. I say, come, all you who are thirsty. Are you thirsty? It's the key. It's the requirement to step into this new day. <laughs> your, 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 your ability, your, 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 your sense of thirst for the things of God has to be rebranded. Has to be re-energized. Has to be pepped up. Whatever you need to do. But you have to have a different quest a different yearning for the things of God for God not just for the things of God but for God and and his desire in your life you have to if if you if you have lost the thirst you have to pray God I need to thirst for you again please you it must happen to you or else I'm telling you you are gonna be you are gonna be left where all other Christians are gonna be left and they'll be singing praise the Lord hallelujah praise God but the joy is gone they can't hear God they don't know what's going on in their life but they're going to church. They're, they're, they're committed to the work of God. But they have left God behind. All right? You know when the things of God becomes just a service. It becomes just monotonous. All right? You become like you know, uh, Ezekiah. Is not Ezekiah now. Zechariah, you become like Zechariah. Even though there's a need, there's a quest in your life. All right? you, you just continue. He said according to his lot, it was his duty. It was his duty. <laughs> <laughs> to go and burn incense when it becomes okay it's a duty then you've lost the savour you've lost the life the things of god must not just it's a duty but it must not be re, it must not remain a duty to you you must not see it as some once something becomes a duty you no longer have the passion the desire the hunger you no longer have the drive for that thing all right 
Those of you running business, running whatever you're running, don't run it as a duty. Well, I'm just, no, no, no. You've got to want to wake up every morning and engage that thing. You've got to want to wake up in the morning, hallelujah, and passionately want to see God, amen, move on your behalf. If anything you run as a duty is no longer exciting. You've got to move away from that sense of duty. Duty is important. You need it. Amen. But that duty must step up to passion. Passion. You see, those who have passion in this season in time, no matter how business are going, no, 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 no. They will rise up again. Because passion has a way of motivating you. You go back again. The Bible, the Bible says that woman kept coming to the king. Avenge me of my adversary. Even though the king was wicked. Uh, even though amen, the market does not, is not favorable. That's, 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 not, that's not your business. All right? Your business is you do this with a passion. If, you're, if, serving, if serving people, hallelujah, is, the, is what drives amen, your business acumen. If serving people, you want to see smile. If, if, if just doing that thing to bring smile smile to people money will come money follows amen good service money follows where there is love where there is passion where there is hunger when you are doing things for you know for the love of that thing you see i'm doing what i'm doing for the love i'm not doing this i'm not i'm, I'm not i don't get paid for what i'm doing except for a few people who say oh will be a blessing to this man but there's no there's no salary coming for me in every month and say well 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 no 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 there's nothing like that hallelujah but there is a passion for 30 years i've been passionate about turning up every morning and seeing that his will be established in the earth a friend of mine called me yesterday and said Isaac, it's been a while we've started so i decided to call you today and, and i'm just looking at you know what you've been doing online and i'm looking at the series you mean <laughs> i said yes this thing is a it's a if you've lost the passion you have to go back and find it you see you cannot journey without christ they left him behind no you've got to go back you've got to go back to the church you left him you've got to go back you've got to fetch him there ah, no you cannot go you cannot you are not permitted to go further without him stop replacing him with, with, you know, with work. Stop replacing Christ in your life with work, with service. The fact that you're serving in the house of God does not mean that you're passionate for God. Stop replacing him. All right. That you're, uh, with your gift, that you, you know, that you call, that you're a prophet, that you no, 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 no. Listen to this. Being a prophet and being passionate with Christ are two different things. It will be naturally, it will, it will be natural to, to expect that every prophet should be passionate. No. You see, when, when, and I thank God for the way God is leading my life. I'm sure if I'd also lived in the kind of a life where after every month, all right, you know, some 10,000, 20,000, or 30,000 is in my account, maybe by now this work would have become, <laughs> you know, would have become, you know, uh, a service. So you want to keep the, you want to keep the people happy because you know, at the end of the month, you're going to be paid for it. You know, you get a salary of, you know, 30,000, 20,000, whatever. I mean, 30,000 is even nothing to me. I mean, who can pay me? So I thank God that when God motivates the heart of people to bless me, it keeps me on my feet that this thing, nobody can pay you. That's why all the materials we, we have, we give it for free of charge. Who can pay me? How much can you pay for the revelation of one material? How much can you pay? You see, you've got to. You see, there's a realm you walk to in God, in the things of God. What am I talking about? You say, what are you talking about? I'm talking about thirst, passionate. You have to be passionate. You have to be, you have to be passionate about the things of God. You see, sometimes you wake up 
You don't feel passionate. <laughs> That's where the sense of duty must kick off. I've got to be there. But as you're coming, you've got to say to yourself, it's not just about turning up. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I give you glory. You know, yes. It's not every day you wake up, you feel, yes, I'm on top of the world. There are some days I feel, I, woke, I wake up and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> you understand? But then you then realize, this is your service. This is your core. Like I said, Paul placed a curse upon himself. He said, woe be me if I preach not. You know, that is a man who has yoked himself with the things of the spirit. That's what it means. That word, that word captures what I'm trying to say. You yoke yourself. You see, when you yoke a horse, amen, you yoke, uh, 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 what do you call it, a horse, all right, you know, to the yoke. The, the horse has no wheel of him. So, so today I'm not going to, I'm not going to yoke the, you know, the, the ground. No, I'm not going to plow the ground. Excuse me. You know the pain you're going to feel. Yes. He said, he said, he said, he said, when I refuse to speak, Jeremiah said, when I refuse, he said, the word is like fire. Shut up in my bones. Can't keep it. <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't, I, I don't just come preach because of you. I come preach because of me. I also need to hear what, what the Lord is saying. He said, I'm just a vessel. I also need to hear. He said, when, when, a, when, a, when a servant of God develops such an attitude that I'm not just a vessel to the people, I'm also a vessel to myself. I also need to hear what God is saying through my mouth so that I also can develop faith. I also can step into the newness. Ah, when you develop such an attitude, listen to this. No one will stop you. You're not preaching because of people. Sometimes you preach. You preach to yourself. I remember growing up, looking at myself in the mirror and preach. I can preach, you know, half an hour, looking, just looking at myself in the mirror. And I'll be sweating. I'm preaching to myself. And I'm declaring words. I'm proclaiming things. I'm prophesying upon my life. I lay hands upon myself. Oh, come on. You think, you think you're crazy? I'm more crazier than you. If you want to go to a place you've never been before, you must be ready to break the order, the protocols of men. What men call normalcy is stupidity and foolishness. If you want to serve God, all right, you've got to learn to let the dead bury their dead. I was still tracking that scripture this morning. <clears throat> and it's amazing. More things that the Spirit of God is revealing to me. You will never stop, enter the things of the Spirit if you are not ready to let go of certain things. Yes, the attachments. That young man was attached to so many things. That he coined to her, burying the dead of my father. Jesus said, let the dead bury their dead. If you use your modern day con concept of thinking, your, your, your democratic you know, concept of thinking, and you look to look at that scripture, you'll be saying, oh, Jesus is not sensitive here. How can he say such a thing? That's because your mind needs to be renewed. And you need to understand and look at how scripture were reading, written. Scripture were not written, listen to this, with the mindset of the 21st century, you know, uh, 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 believers who have lost every order of how to live life. If you want to understand scripture, you need to have, amen, the value system of the, of the, of the first century. You see, so many things the Lord is speaking to us. Yes. It's a day of breakthrough. And I want your breakthrough to be established upon truth, upon the foundation, upon the reality of the demand of God for your life, for the church, for the ecclesia. We are a church that is advancing. We will push for the things of God, amen, to the next dimension. So that the next generation, if there is ever a next generation that will come after us, they should be able to carry this thing from where we left it, amen, further 
There shouldn't be an issue of what is this? What, what is this? We shouldn't have to, you know, re rewind the whole thing again. We, we should not. We should not have to rewind the whole thing again. We should be able to build a right foundation for the next generation to build upon, to move further, hallelujah, to lay more foundation, to lay more structure on what we have built. Come. I'm not, I'm not forgot, I've not forgotten. Isaiah 55, 1. Come, all you are thirsty. Come to the waters. Come to the waters. Have you noticed? Amen. You have to respond to the invitation. You've got to come. This is the invitation God has been given to us. Come, all you who are thirsty. The invitation is for those who are thirsty. So if you're not thirsty, why would you, why would you want to come? If you're not thirsty, well, what would you be needing water for? <laughs> you cannot compare somebody who is drinking water for other reason to somebody who is dying of thirst. Somebody who is not, who is not thirsty. You put somebody who is not thirsty and you look for somebody who is thirsty. Put them together. Give them a bottle of water. See how they drink. Just see how they drink. That, that will tell you what I'm talking about. Come all you who are thirsty. Come to the waters. <laughs> Listen to this. The key, the truth to express, to reveal that you're thirsty is that you do what? You come to the waters. Is that you come to the waters. You come to the waters. And you who have no money, in case you think, well, I don't have what it takes. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. <laughs> You talk about the economy of the kingdom. Here you go. I told you, in the economy of the kingdom, we don't deal with money. No, no. We deal with the condition of the heart of man. Is God into trading? Yes. Is God amen, into economy? Yes. Because the economy, the true definition of economy, amen, is a construction of a heart. That's why I say, look, you want to even go into business. If you put money first, you are failed. It's a decision of a heart. It's a condition of a heart. <laughs> Those who began the issues of trading back in the early centuries, they were not trading with money. It was called trade and barter. What do you have? Give me what you have, all right? And I give you what you need. The principle has not changed. You want something from God. Give him something that you have. They say, come. And when you're coming, don't come empty-handed. Come by wine. Milk. Come by without money, without cost. Now listen to the next one. I, I, I wasn't planning that I was going to share the scripture today because I'm still brewing on it. I'm still sitting on the scripture. It says, it says, it says, why, why spend money? Why spend money? Why spend money on what is not bread? <laughs> You see, money in this point, amen, is, is termed as, amen, that which costs you something. Money, money is what you need to get something very precious. Something, money is what you work for. Money, money is the extension of your life, basically. You see, you see. 
when you have money, you spend money to enhance, to advance your life, to advance your purpose in life. That's why it's important to have money because money can accelerate, amen, your, your, your advancement, your, 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 your development, your business, your career. Uh, but, but if you don't know the purpose of money, money can bring destruction to your life. Money can give you a, 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 you know, a false sense of, 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 you know, of, 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 of life. Money can give you a false sense of identity. Money can, money can deceive you till you fall into a pit. You, you don't even know it. Yes. <laughs> you say, why spend your, why spend your life? Why spend your money on what is not bread? Bread is supposed to what? Sustain you. Bread is what's to, is, 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 Designed to energize you. Bread, amen, gives you life. You When you eat bread, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Okay, let's not take it too far. Even bread in the natural realm, you need it for strength. You need it for energy. Unless you say, well, everything is turned to a revelation. What do you need bread for? You eat to get energy, to walk more. To do, what the things, to, to do the things you need to do. So why are you spending money? For the things that is not bread. For the things that cannot sustain. That does not have the ability, amen, to give you energy. To give you the ability to see, to engage life, to do things. He said, make friends, amen, with people of ungodly mammal. <laughs> we talked about that some time ago. You see, never develop a wrong mindset regarding the word of God. The fact that people have perverted certain aspects of truth does not mean, all right, that you discard those truths. Does not mean that you push, push away those truths. The entire word of God, the entire counsel of God is a, is a whole loaf of bread that we must eat. Prosperity is your portion. If you don't believe in it, you're not going to experience it. To take it to an extreme is error. Just like the prophetic, amen, it's your portion. But if you allow how people have perverted it, amen, to stop you from engaging the prophetic, ah, you have changed your life and your destiny. What I'm saying right now is coming from the womb, from the spirit of the prophetic, and it will accelerate your life if you believe it. Oh, come on. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Speak to us, Father. When your heart is pure, everything that comes from the heart will be pure. When the, when the water is clean, you will drink. But if the water is polluted, every aspect of that water is corrupt. You can't drink it. Father, give us the pureness of your water. You say, come to the water. We want the water. You are the living water. And the water you give to us is pure. We want to drink all. In that water, there is healing. In that water, there is prosperity. There is deliverance. In that water, Lord, there is, there is, there is all that we need. Yes, there is, there is ability to walk and to carry out your intentions, your prophetic intention. In that water, everything that we need, oh God, yes, to be the right man, to be the right woman, to be the right boss, to be the right follower. Yes, everything that we need to be what you want us to be. It's in the purity of your water. We want to drink everything. I'm going to drink everything. Come. All you who are thirsty, come. Come. Come to the waters. And you who have no money, come eat. Come buy. Come buy and eat. What do you buy with when you have no money? That's a question, isn't it? What do you buy? When you, how do you trade without money? Oh, I just told you. And let your mind, and let your mind deceive you now. What do you have? 
They said to the woman, what do you have in your house? There's always something God has given amen, every, every one of his children to tread with. That's why none of us, has, none of us is born pure, excuse me, poor. None of us is born, you know, poor. No, everyone has been given something to trade with. He gave them talent according to their measure of theology, according to their measure of faith. You know, growing up, and I look at my life, I look at my condition, I said, I have no hope. Until I met people who helped me to see that I've got something. I said, wow. I didn't know. This woman said, all I have is just, you know, just little cruise of oil and that's all. <laughs> they said, no, no, no. go borrow vessel, not a few. Everyone, every, including that man on the, on, you know, on the, in, on the bean, on the, on the dust bean, that's scavenger. If somebody can just stop that guy that pushes that trolley every morning to look for bottles and all of that around. If they can just stop him and help him, you know, give him some food. You see, because when you're living your life in survival, you never see the potential on the inside. When you live your life on survival mode, and that's where the devil wants us to live. When you live on survival mode, you will never see the grace and the gift of God, the capacity and the potential hallelujah, to be wealthy and to, to bring others into wealth. You'll never see it. Because the things of God are hidden in earthen treasure. The treasures of God are hidden, hidden in earthen vessels. Stop the guy and say, hey, wait a minute. You know, do you have something on the inside of you that can change your life? The problem is, like I said, people live in that state of how they grew up, their environment. You see, this is how I was born. I was born blind. I was born crippled. I was born, you know, I didn't have a father. I didn't have a mother. This was what happened to me, you know. And you live in that story. And that story becomes the vicious circle that continues to destroy the potential of you becoming what God has ordained. I say it's a, it's a brand new day. Ah, the, the Bible says they saw a star from the east and they journeyed down to a place to a child born in a manger. A manger, a place where donkeys and goats and, and sheep and all kinds of ungodly things just lie there smelly and sticky. That was where the king of kings and the lord of lords was born. It's not the condition of how you were born, where you were born is what God hallelujah is doing in your life is a seed is something that something amen God has sown in your heart that is bringing you to a place of awareness you can never become anything until you discover that you carry something on the inside <laughs> you gotta be bold you gotta be strong you gotta believe in who you are you see I'm, I'm aware of so many things that I don't have, but I don't allow the things that I don't have to overshadow the things that I have. I magnify the things that I have, and I allow the things that I have to overshadow the things that I don't have. I don't focus on my limitation. I tell people, if I'm into business, I'll be very wealthy. Because there are little things you just need to know about business, then that's it. You don't need to know everything, no. You don't need to know everything about life. You just need to know a few things. If you know God, you know who you are, and you know people, you will succeed in life. I say, if you know God, you know who you are, you know people, you will succeed in any area of life. That's how it is. 
people who are making it in business, who are really making it, real, they, they may not know God, but they know another God. They know themselves, and they have studied people. When I was a pastor, I was consulting for, you know, for companies. They invite me. Just come talk to our, you know, to our, to our stars. God help us. When you're truly spiritual, you'll be intelligent. Let that be a word for somebody. If you truly say you're spiritual, you're creative and you're intelligent. Remember that intelligence has nothing to do with your environment. It's a state of being. It's something you know that others don't know. It's an awareness. But if you have a wrong, a wrong you know, way of evaluating yourself and, and, and valuing things and people around you, you would die of ignorance. Thank you, Father. Let me shift from this point. Let me shift to another direction. I said earlier as we began to track the heart of God, I said, the Lord is bringing us to a new order of priesthood. And this is important. I make this, you know, a statement before we wrap it up this morning. Because it's important. The Lord is bringing us to another dimension of priesthood. You see, priesthood is what defines the movement of God in the earth. Whenever God wants to move, either in the prophetic, in the, it is the priesthood. That is established because the priesthood is the gateway, is the doorway. They are the bridge between the things of God and the and the realities of men. And the realities of men and the things of God. It is the priest because the priest, the priest is the bridge. So if the priest change, if the priesthood change, all right, every order, every pattern, every way, amen, that God speaks and does things in the earth has to change. When the priesthood change, the testator must change. And the testator changes, the priesthood changes. And this is why we need to come again and see and understand what the Lord, amen, is revealing to us regarding the priesthood of the day so we can change our garments. The garment of the Levitical priesthood is different from the, from the garment, amen, of this new day. We've got to understand this. Let me read a scripture quickly. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 5. And six says, so also Christ, so also Christ did not take upon himself. La la lucia, la la magaya, da, da, da. So also Christ did not take it upon himself. Not that. The glory of becoming a high priest. <laughs> so also our Lord Jesus Christ did not take it upon himself. Some have taken this thing upon themselves. They feel is their right. Some feel, I, I need to be called a prophet. You see, God is using me in the prophetic, so I'm a prophet. Some say, oh, well, I, I think I'm an apostle. They took it upon themselves. No one take this right upon himself. The Bible says, so also Jesus Christ did not take it upon himself. In fact, if you read the scripture earlier before this, it was talking about the Aaronic priesthood. No one take this order, this thing upon himself. Jesus himself did not take, amen, Upon himself, the glory of becoming is, is a glorious thing to become a high priest. There's a glory there because you're representing God. You're repre representing the intentions of God. You're representing the voice of God. 
I was so blessed yesterday. <laughs> you know, somebody gave me a call and said, man of God, I, I, I want to show into your life and I, I just need you to, you know, help me to pray along this side. And I'm wondering, God and the Lord said, it's, it's a position of honor. When, when you are placed in a position of honor and people can locate it, you see, people don't mind to sow into your life. It is the honor of that office that people see. You have to see it. And it's been like that in my life. I live by faith, not by sight. He did not take it upon himself to become a high priest. But listen to this. Listen to this. But he was called. <laughs> Yea, the voice of God, my, my, my fellow brethren. We have to be recalled to enter into this new day as those who will be representing the activities of God in the earth. Every one of us must strip ourselves. Thank you, Father. I just got a word. This is the reason why the Spirit of the Lord said to me, be not called prophet. Take a position of an elder. I just, I just speak that word in the spirit. You see, I didn't understand all of this. You see, the things of God, as we walk in obedience, the Lord will be unfolding things to you. I just speak it in my spirit right now. He said, but, but, but he was called. The call of God is not a one-time thing. That's where we made a mistake. That's where we made a mistake. You see, if purpose is progressive, don't you think the assignment and the office will also be progressive? All right. Yes, 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 yes. But he was called by the one who said to him, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Did you see the key? <laughs> We're getting the keys of David of entering this thing. Whatever you have called yourself and you have you know walked in in time past, now you have to check. Is that office still relevant to, does that office still carry the anointing to step into this newness? Or is the spirit of God saying something new to me? Or are they, are they updating? Are they upgrading? Or are they actually saying, remove this thing. Remove the garment. Remove the garment of yesterday. We'll reclothe you with a new one. You may say, well, that, no, 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 no. You reclothe, they're going to reclothe you. It may be the same office, but it's not the same position of authority and government. Uh, if you don't allow them to strip you, they can't reclothe you. You see, when you have a sense of entitlement when you have this thing about yes papa dad you know i just quickly say this one of one of one of my daughters said to me I, I, I would like to call you daughter and i said don't call me daughter and she's oh she's she will always be my daughter i said don't call me daughter you know i'm not into this daughter daddy thing no 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 just let's just call me you know call me elder i just leave it that that, that way but you always be my daughter and and i know she knows but there's something i'm trying to prevent in my life I don't want to get to a point where, you know, certain, certain titles become entitlement. And I've, I've lived my life like that. And it has helped me. It's work. If something's working, you keep it, isn't it? It must continue to work for you. No, no, no. Just, let's just leave it like that. It's good. It's good like that. It's good like that. 
No, it's not because of you. I'm pre I'm preventing myself. You see, if you if you if you if you're a man of wisdom, there are certain things, certain people you must put you know in your life. It's for your own good. Certain structures you've got to put that to protect your heart, to protect yourself. Not like I'm afraid, not like I feel like I don't deserve. Of course, I want more than a father. All right? <laughs> and, and I understand, but I also understand what the Spirit of God is trying to do. Mother Teresa says, if you want to be humble, I know you've heard me say this before, but I'm not going to stop saying it. If you want to be humble, you have to do things that keeps you humble. You know, I told you this. My wife one day said to me, this, your, this, this, this place looks so... We can fix this place. You can make it look nice. I said, but this is nice enough for me. I mean, if anybody's connecting to me, all you're looking at is my background. Something must be wrong with you, don't you think so? <laughs> Something must be wrong with you. If all you're looking for, everything here, amen, is, is my life. Can you see my... You see my... Uh, my, my, God, my tissue paper is all there. There's nothing... What you're receiving is you. We want to see Jesus. The, 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 the you know the, those guys came. The, the Greeks. They said we want to see Jesus. You know I can't be hiding things. I say, well, don't people use tissue paper in their house? They, I mean, come on, let's be real. You've got to be real. You've got to understand that there's something far more that heaven wants to birth in your life. And when people see you, they will be they will be overshadowed in the brightness of your appearance. When Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration, the brightness, I mean, they've never seen such a brightness before. Why did they have to take them to a place to reveal, to reveal that dimension of glory? There's a glory that is still hidden that we have, we have not seen, including with this man that is speaking. There is a, there's a dimension you will never touch in Isaiah until you are willing to reach deep down. You have to make a demand on the anointing. And I know some of you are doing that. <laughs> it's good. But some will never. You only get what you hear. Because you're not making a demand. And the demand, listen to this, the demand is not just the gift you give. No, 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 no. 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 The demand is how far you want to journey. What are you looking for? What are you seeking for? You know, like Jesus said to Mary Magdalene, woman, what are you seeking for? <laughs> what are you looking for? Jesus is forever asking that question. If you're just looking for anointing, you get it. But there's a ram beyond the anointing. Elijah, Elisha could have just collected anointing and go. <laughs> but this guy's not looking for an anointing. He's looking for something more. 22 years, he decided to wait. He continued journey. He wasn't counting days and counting months and years. No. He just knew there's something about this man that I need to have. You see, listen to this. Listen to this. No matter how a man of God pray for you and say, I transfer my anointing into your life because you have been good and you have done so much for me. Receive the anointing. Listen to this. There's always a residue you will not be able to touch. <laughs> There's always a dimension of that man you will not be able to touch until you have fully opened up your heart to the, to the life of that ministry, to the life of that person, to the life of that man. Listen, you'll be drawing from that man without even him knowing. You'll be pulling things. And if he knows, he will allow you. Why? Because, you see, there are, there are dimensions, there are secrets in the things of God that if you gain access to it, it's yours. 
they won't prevent you. Have you noticed in the scripture, the Lord never prevent, prevent people, amen, from going the extra mile to find him, to touch him, to, you know, to connect something. I mean, Jesus was, was, was moving and people were trunging him, multitude were trunging him, pulling him here and there. Jesus. And this woman, God knows where she was. In fact, based on the condition of her life, she's not supposed to be found in the public. Based on the tradition of the day. You know, I used to teach this in my, my back in those days in the church. And I used to love it. You know, and now, you know, I, I call people, you know, they stand and I crawl on the floor, crawl on the floor. And I'm crawling, I'm crawling and just to reach Jesus. And finally, I got him. <laughs> and everybody will laugh. Some will be weeping because it's a revelation to them. And this woman is crawling. You're crawling, you see. Until you shut your eyes away from the crowd. You will never be a God chaser. You see? see, that's what makes me different from other men of God. I, I, don't, I have nothing hidden. I'm not trying to impress nobody. No. You're dead. I can't see you. I'm not seeing you. A man of God said to me yesterday, I like your confidence. I like your boldness. I love how you're able to speak sharp. If I don't have that, then why am I a prophet? That's, that's what makes see if you if you've done something wrong that people have done something wrong and I rebuke them I correct them they got angry with me said no no we're not gonna speak to you we're all well and good who need you to speak to me I'm supposed to speak into your life and bring correction to your life and guess what I also yield myself for people to speak into my life so don't you think oh this guy's just it's just a government to himself no 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 I've got people that I submit to that I listen to that's the truth. Because if I don't do that, then I'll be missing God. But the moment you say, no, this is how far you can go in my life. That's where I'm going to put the bulk. I'm going to put the stop. I'm not going to go beyond that. So that's why I say we don't, the things of God, amen, depends on how far you want to go. How much do you want? Those who are thirsty are the ones that will, are invited to come. If you're not thirsty, sorry, you're not going to have it. You do not define the value and the standard of what to receive. Your heart defines it. Even if you try to be nice and try to, you know, they're not looking at what you're doing. They're looking at the state of your heart. They reward you based on the state of your heart. That's why they say, I have found a man whose heart, not whose activity. Martha was very good in trying to serve Jesus. But as serving Jesus did not impress Jesus. A woman sat at the feet of him. And he, he fell in love with the woman. He loved what, the, what Mary did. By just sitting. She was young. But she was the mature. She was the tellers in the house. You see. When you have the idea of. I want to try to impress Jesus. I want to do something. Whatever you do must be on the platform of the condition of your heart. That's how we touch God. That is what has given me the key to receive the kind of revelation of the kind of resource that we have put out there. It's my heart. It's my heart journeying with him. You see? And that doesn't mean that I shouldn't come out looking okay or I shouldn't be presentable. It's just that sometimes I forget to be presentable. That's just it. Because my heart is tracking something far more. And it's like that in my life. I want the authentic I hate show. 
I've seen what show can do to, to a people, to a generation. I've seen how show has destroyed the life and the power and the authority that the church ought to carry and represent. Today we've got a church that is competing with Hollywood. It's not going to work. The Lord does not bless our show. It doesn't bless our window dressing. No. The anointing is not on the suit. It's not on the roller street watch. It's not on, you know, the, the, the car. It's, you know, it's not, the anointing does not live in the big mansion. And that's not prosperity when it comes to the things of God. You, somebody needs to say these things. Listen, I'm not saying she don't live well. But don't live flamboyantly. Don't live as if you have become a God to yourself. Because whatever we do is a message to everybody around our lives, watching us. How you live your life is a message. People don't just listen to what you say. They also watch your life. Your life. That's what the scripture says. <laughs> it says, follow me as I follow Christ. Your life is a pattern, is a message. My life is a message to people. So, what you see me do is who I am. It's an extension of what I proclaim and declare. This is my life. Everything you see around me here is my life. The day changes. The day I change. So you will never see me do things that is not aligning with who I am. No. I don't do things for people. I do things for myself and for my God. If somebody likes it well and good. If you hate it, well that's your problem. Authenticity is what reveals the true image of Christ in our lives. If you're not authentic, sorry. If you say you're thirsty, but you're not thirsty. Well, I want the water, but I'm not thirsty. Why coming? <laughs> you understand? If you're not thirsty, why coming? If you're not in need of this message, why are, you, why are you looking for it? Why do you want to have it? Then you become a Nimrod, a haunting spirit. <laughs> you need to be delivered from a haunting spirit. Uh, you know, a hunter, a Nimrod is a person who haunts things. You just get things for getting his sake. Just to prove that, to prove, to show people. That yes, I killed that bear. I killed that lion. No, that was not David. <laughs> you see, Nimrod will kill. Nimrod will build things. Nimrod will build another branch. Build another business. Build another... Just to prove to the people. You see what I can do? See what my hand have done. It's a dangerous spirit. So the day God says walk, walk away from that thing, you can't walk away. <laughs> because that's part of your trophy. We use God to build all kinds of things for ourselves. We call it, see what God has done. No, God did not do that. You did that. You use God. You use his anointing. You use your position. You use your office. You use your title. That's why I frown at people. You see somebody call himself prophet, doctor, bishop, canon. You know? God, no. You, you ask yourself, what, what, what's all this? You know they are suffering from insecurity. I'm a brother and I'm an elder in the house, in the church, in the body of Christ. But my name is Isaiah Phillips. If you have that kind of relationship that you can call me Isaiah Phillips. You see, there are people who have that kind of relationship with me that they call me by my first name. I salute them. I appreciate it. But there are people who they know I'm over there. I'm over them. I'm watching over them. So they call me elder. That's fine. And there are people who call me brother Isaiah. I still understand that and I appreciate it. But don't call me Prophet Isaiah. 
Because yes, I'm a prophet. But I don't need the title to be put in front of my name. I'm a, I'm a, a doctor is a doctor. A lawyer is a lawyer. All right? if, if I have to introduce myself because of the title, then I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something that I don't want to say. <laughs> All right? You see, we're in the day where we deliberately killed you know, those pride, those pride, those loftiness in our heart. We kill them one by one. We kill them. Let God be the one to proclaim and declare you. Let God be the one to promote you. <laughs> yes. Let, let, let God be the one declaring, amen, your praise and your glory. You've got to understand the moment. You've got to understand. They said, is this the day? Is this the day to collect to collect money, to collect vineyards, to collect clothings, and to collect gold and all of Is this the day, Geazi? Is this the day to collect these things? Don't you understand the moment? Don't you understand the season? All right. Since you have collected all of this from Naaman, okay, so receive also the leprous of Naaman. Tracking the spirit. So also Christ did not take it upon himself. The glory of becoming. The glory of becoming. A high priest. He was called by the one who said to him. You are my son. He was called into that priesthood. By the one who said to him. So sonship is the key into priesthood. Every son. Every true son is a priest before the father. Sonship, amen, is not a position that you connect to with men, the serving men. No, no, that's not sonship. We've talked about that. Sonship is a position of obedience, a submission. When you're a son, you've died to your way, your will. Amen. When you're a son, you've gone to the cross. When you're a son, hallelujah, you've been crucified, you've been resurrected. And then from that position, you now can represent God. It's called priesthood. Priesthood is divine representation. Oh, I love this. I love this. Come on. You are my son. Today. Today. I have become your father. There's a priesthood. There's a sonship. There's fatherhood. Oh, come on. Let's, let's, let's wrap it up here. I know some of you are going to walk. Or else I'll just continue. I'll just continue. I'm mindful of... Those of us going to walk. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the way you're speaking to us. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Thank you for newness. Thank you for new beginnings. Thank you, Father, for everyone that has tuning to hear this word i pray father give them understanding because indeed we understand in measures we understand in levels increase their understanding may this moment not pass us by may we not miss this curious moment this timely moment this is a season this is an hour where you're shifting things we journey and there will be a time where we need to take a detour this is a detour moment this is a navigating moment. Thank you, Father. Lord, this is a turning point where we have entered into another lane. It's like you're traveling. You're making a, a trip somewhere. 
and you've, you've done, you know, some five hours trip. And finally, you're getting to the point where you need to turn left. And that left takes you to another path of a long journey. I feel that's where we are right now. It's time to take a bend. Unless you continue to travel, but you've missed the road. Now we're taking the bend. See, when you're taking the bend, you slow down, right? You slow down. You take a slow down. You slow down. Sometimes you even need to maybe take a stop just to relax and stretch yourself, you know, and all of that. And get some refresh refreshment. Then you continue again on the long trip. But you get there. Come on. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Forget not all his benefit. Thank you, Father, for a brand new day. A day is an opening of the revelation of Christ to us afresh. The day is the opening up, is the revealing of Christ to us from a different light, from a different dimension, from a different height. That is what is called the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is unfolding upon us. Is the revealing, is the manifestation, is the bringing us into a new position, a new reality, a new dimension of who Christ is. And we thank you, Father, for this. May the spirit of breakthrough continue to guide and lead my brethren, O God, my sisters and my brothers, O God. My daughters and my sons, O God, wherever they are this morning, all of them, spirit of God, May you continue to build us as your disciples in the earth. May we continue to represent your voice, O oh God. Amidst the darkness, may the cloud of your glory continue to rise over us, O oh God. As we take our journey to the place of your good pleasure, we declare this day that nothing will be able to frustrate or stop that which you began in us. For you who have begun this good work in us, you are able you are able. Thank you for the ability. Thank you, Father, for the grace that you've shown us, Jesus. That you did not take it upon yourself to become a high priest, but you become one who has been called by him who said, Yes, you are my son today. I have begotten you. I've become your father. Listen to this. Verse 6 of that scripture says, and in another passage, God said, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. You see, it is not about the priesthood, but about the order. The order. The order is the way, is the channel, is the pattern of operation in that priesthood. You're a priest forever eternal priesthood after the order of Melchizedek. So the Melchizedek order is an eternal order of priesthood. And that is the order of life that we have because Christ has become amen, our eternal life. Now we are receiving amen, an increase, an increase, a measure, an increase in that eternal life. And therefore we are able to function in an order of a priesthood that cannot be killed by time or space, that cannot be hindered by circumstance, not by corona, this priesthood cannot be stopped, cannot be hindered by events in the earth. This priesthood, because it's prophetic, defines the times and the season that shift things in the earth. All things are working together for us. The more we have a revelation of, of him who has called us, the more we understand that everything is working 
in accordance to divine pattern. Even that which looks, you know, frustrating and dying and empty now, all right, is part of the priesthood. Remember, it is an eternal priesthood. So things happening, amen, in, in, in the middle of this journey of a priesthood is part of the program. We've got to learn to manage it. We've got to learn, amen, to take control, to take charge. This is what God is looking for. And this is what earth is looking for. Earth is looking for a new order of priesthood. People, amen, that will emerge and begin to bring forth the order of God and begin to bring forth the voice of God and begin to lead. The Bible says on that day, they will say, come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord's house. They're coming, friends. But the priesthood has to be ready to carry out the service. Hallelujah. Come on. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We glorify your name. We bless your name. Thank you, Father, once again for this third day of disruption and breaking through. Indeed, because you've broke through us, we have broke through the nations. We are breaking through limitations, barriers. We are breaking through, yes, falsehood. We are breaking through lies and deceit. We are breaking through conspiracies. We're breaking through disease, famine. We're breaking through, oh God, financial hardship. We're breaking through, yes, fear and doubt. We're breaking through, oh God, wrong values, wrong leadership. We're breaking through corruption. We're breaking through in the name of Jesus. We're stepping into the day of the Lord and we're receiving, oh God, yes, the nations. We are asking, we're receiving. He said, ask of me and I will give to you. We receive this day. We proclaim the light of God upon our nation. We declare and we declare. Let the light of God begin to break through every state, every every condition of darkness in our land, oh God. We bless you. Thank you for your mighty hand that rests upon us. Thank you this day. There's a lifting up. We declare, let your glory, oh God, yes, cover the earth even as the water covers the sea. Blessed be your name, Father. We praise your name. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Father. Father, thank you for such a voice. Thank you, Lord, for the grace to speak with boldness, with courage, with confidence. Yes, to proclaim your day, to declare this hour, this moment of newness. Thank you, Father. I thank you. Thank you for the keys of David, oh God. I receive it, oh God. But most of Father, I thank you for refreshing. Thank you, Lord, that I'm refreshed. I'm renewed. I'm refreshed, I'm renewed, empowered, energized to continue to stand and declare your voice. You say you will yet prophesy again. You prophesy to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west, and to the central order of our lives. Peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's an honor again this morning to share this word of God with you, to share this life, to share this moment with you. I want to believe something has dropped in your spirit. I want to believe the Lord, amen, has done something that will take days, seasons, maybe even months to begin to see the full reality of this thing. But I want to thank you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Sister Dionis, Sister Sister Tina, Sister Myrtle, of course, uh, Sister Kumisa, and every other person that I, all, all I can see before me now are just sisters. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate every one of you. May God continue to bless your family, your homes. May God continue to strengthen you. May you continue to stand as leaders in your place of call and assignment. 
May you continue to represent the voice of God. May God's will for your life be fulfilled. May he continue to bless you. And everyone out there watching, we will be watching. I know there are more than you know, f- you know, uh, four or five li- ladies watching me. Of course, I know that. Every one of you this morning, I pray the blessings of God upon your life. Of course, take the word that you've received this morning. Run with it. Run. I literally mean run with it. Run with it. Let every word, amen, be, become amen, what defines the changes taking place in your life. You see, this is what God is doing. He's giving us principle of change. So you begin to embellish this word into every area of your life. Download the audios. Listen to it. If you will, if you don't have, you know, uh, get some God knows what, you know, hard drive, or, you know, memory into your memory stick. Download the things. We've got 500 plus, almost 600 messages online. Download them and listen to them. This is why we're spending, you know, time to, you know, to buy, you know, uh, materials and equipment that can help us to give the best quality of recording, right? Well, hopefully one of these days again we're going to believe God to see if people can support us financially so we can get some good equipment all right, to invest in our recording because what listen to this this is life this is life friends you give somebody this kind of word it will change their life and they will be they will be forever grateful to you so let's sow into something that will help us to advance and continue to do the work of God and I thank you for those of us who have been helping and assisting we want, want to do more. There's so much we need to do. We believe God for great things. So please, if God is speaking to you along that line, please let me know or you do whatever you want to do. But we need, we need, we need your support. I was thinking about that this morning. With, I need a revamp of some of the things that we're doing here. And I thank God for a, a laptop I just got recently. Beautiful laptop. We thank God for it. And believe the Lord that God will help us. As much as it's, when I check the specs, it's good, but it's not really what we need. But yes, but it's, it's still work, and, and we thank God for that. But I tell you, friends, we want to do something that will, that will dumbfound the world. We want to show the world that indeed God is still speaking. And we need every avenue and revenue to advance the purpose of God in this brand new day. So please put that in your prayer. All right, let God speak to your heart. Let's continue to believe God. And I know that before the end of the year, we're going to be in Johannesburg. So, Sister Tina, Sister um, Myrtle, get ready. This man is going to be coming to Joburg. We're going to be there live in Joburg. Thank God for level two. <laughs> Believe God. Or at least now we can travel. All right. So, let's see what the Lord will do. God bless you guys. I appreciate every one of you. I wanted to say something. Let's just keep my mind now. Anyhow. Okay, we'll see you again. <laughs> thank you. I can't remember. I wanted to say something, but I it's just keep my mind. But thank you. God bless you. See you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.